Hey guys, welcome back to Dear Maggie and Molly. A show where two people share one brain cell. I'm Maggie. I'm Molly. This is our sixth episode. Hey guys, it's hey. been a while. Um, I need you all to know that there was a sixth episode and Maggie lost it. So, um, that I mean, is lost I don't know if either. you lost it, <laughs> but like, y- the universe lost it. Which it, is a shame because it was a good one. It was a good one. It for sure does not exist though, y'all. And, um, Taylor Swift Midnights came out, um, 10 hours ago. No, 11 hours ago. Yeah, 11. And, and there I, was some clownery. There was some clownery. Um, Maggie is fully operating on two hours of sleep. Um, yeah, see, I slept a little bit more. After I did not. I am here to clown, bitch. I am here to clown. Which y'all gotta respect it. Now, I drank a Red Bull and got like six hours of sleep, so we're good. I'm good. I got like two hours of sleep, but my McDonald's is on the way. So... Let's talk about Midnight's. First of all, I just want to talk about the general vibe. We'll get into the track list in just a minute. But I just, I want to talk about the general vibe. This, this is 1989 and Reputations had a baby. And it's the most beautiful thing that's ever happened to me, which is strange considering 1989 is not my favorite album. It is not a bad album. I want to, I want to, I don't want to be crucified by my Swifty friends when I say this. I love 1989. It's just not in my top. I'm not in my top yeah, three. No. Um, I am Reputation Girly first. I, so. yeah, I am, well, until this album, I was a Reputation Girly first. And about three tracks into Midnight's, it quickly became very, very obvious to me that I was about to be a Midnight's Girly until I die. Um, You're like, oh, no. The level of synth pop that is in this goddamn album is incredible. Mm-hmm. And I... People, some people will know this about me. I really do love 80s music. And I think that is one thing I really haven't seen talked about um, in the last 11 hours. Which I know is not a lot of hours <laughs> to tell people what to talk about. But but... Like, no, no, no. There was a lot of discourse in those 11 there was a lot hours. Of and I feel like a lot of people have not talked about how incredibly 80s inspired this album is. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. Be- like, in, in a very, very beautiful way. I love it so fucking much. But it yeah. is incredibly 80s inspired. And I don't feel like people have talked about that. And I, like, I, those first, like, opening notes, and I was hooked. Like, I, mm-hmm. I was like, I, and I, dear, dear listener, Molly was just giving me shit about this earlier. I did not purchase, not one, not two, not, two. not three, and not four, but five copies of the Midnight CD. Because you know what, I, I will did stand buy- by giving you shit for that. I will stand by that. I did buy all four alt covers and the lavender cover from Target. And um, you know what? I stand by my purchases. You can stand by giving me right. shit. I stand by my purchases. I needed them. Listen. And past me knew this. Past me knew that this yeah, was going to be... Yeah, past you saw the future. Yeah, past me was like, this bitch is going to love this album. <laughs> and, and you know what? And sure past enough. Maggie was right. They were right. They were fully right. Um, you got so close to the mic to say that. I did. I just, like, leaned forward. Hello. Put it in the big bag to put my drink in there. Oh. I... Okay. Hot take. I hate when places do that because I'm so paranoid that it's gonna spill while I'm carrying it. Like, just... 100%. Just put the little sticker over the top and give it to me. Hand it to me. Ooh. Anyway. Uh, I don't know where we were. 
But my first impression of Midnight's was like reputation, but she owns it, which is good because I was literally just talking to my friend like probably a week ago. I was like, you know, it sucks that I have to keep listening to reputation because there's no other album that like has the right vibe, you know? But then she said, mm, guess what, bitch? And just dropped this one. Said this is for the reputation stands and the reputation stands only. And they did. And you know what? I love and respect them for that. I love and respect Taylor so goddamn much. Also, just to give a little a little shout out credit, a little love to Jack Antonoff for his production work on this album. It's very, very good. See a lot of praise right now for Taylor, but God, I did see, and I'm so sorry to our listeners for what I'm about to say to you, but I do think it's oh, one boy. of the funniest tweets I've ever seen. I did see a tweet last night that said Jack Antonoff put his whole bleach OC into this album and you're a listener i molly just took off her glasses and rubbed her face for that comment it's great i'm so glad that you're having a good time i like forgot how to speak english right there i just think that this album is for me i think taylor swift saw me and said you know what kid i got you and i support her so hard for that she's like don't worry I've never had a Taylor Swift album come out and the era fit my life. Let me, like, does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Like, I was too young for everything, like, Reputation and under. Because, like, Mm -hmm. I was 17 when Reputation came out, you know? Like, I mean, 17-year-olds are definitely... I definitely thought that Reputation applied to me when I was 17, but it surely and didn't. Like, it surely mm-hmm. didn't. And then Lover came out when I was like nineteen, and surely had not experienced anything on Lover. Folklore and Evermore, while I loved them, didn't really apply to like my life or whatever. Folklore and Evermore, they both had songs on there where I was like, okay, can you can you stop? Can you not? Be just right. I will say the only on thing. Paper? The only thing from folklore that did absolutely apply to my life and I, to this day still makes me cry every time I hear the song is Mirrorball. I'm a Mirrorball bitch. Oh my god. No, really this truly. is me trying. Ooh. Listen, I've always said in this world you're either a this is me trying bitch or you're a Mirrorball bitch and we got both of them. So We got one of each. But this album came out and I was like, this is for me. This is, this yeah. is how I'm feeling in my life right now. And to take with that what you will, maybe the answer is that I should see a therapist, but uh, I'm not going to. I mean, that usually is the answer. (laughs) I'm not going to when you can't make me. That's why you're friends with so many psychology majors. It's right there. It's true. It's true. I do hang out with a psychology major every single day. Mary, if you're listening to this, I love you. Please give me free therapy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, let's, we should jump into the track list. Okay. We should, we should. Lavender Haze. I'm gonna be honest, pretty low on my first listen through ranking. Um, not because Lavender yeah. Haze was bad, just because I don't agree that it was the best album opener. I yeah, I get that. I think it was good, but I think I might have opened with Question or Bejeweled. If I had been Taylor, I think those are those would have been my, you know, like choices yeah. for album openers. But I'm not. I'm not mad at any of these songs. Yeah, I think no. all of these songs are fucking brilliant. I just don't necessarily think that Lavender Haze was the best opener. Um, I think Lavender though. is like kind of fun to open with because it has like the Meet Me at Midnight. Everybody's mm-hmm. like, oh my god. Like, so I think if you put it there, like if you put it anywhere else, it was like, mm, 
but you kind of had to put it there. Yeah. Like I just like the whole vibe of the song. I'm like, mm, you know. Yeah, no, first listen through, I was just going on vibes. I, I was not going with lyrics, just all vibes. Absolutely. Maroon murdered very me. Good. Murdered me. That song. Very, very good. So good. Also, so emotional. I really need to do, I really also need to pull up the, the lyrics because yeah. uh, I have listened to this album four times, so already and so i do have uh, some of the lyrics there but but like they're kind of all just one song i just want to talk about the second verse real quick because i think the second verse of maroon is where it got me with when the silence came we were shaking blind and hazy how the hell did we lose sight of us again sobbing with your head in your hands ain't that the way the shit always ends yeah that's good first of all taylor ouchie second of all god this song is so good and then um this song is also very good to me because most of you know this i say most of you i know everybody who listens to this podcast like personally um except for i guess if i get any random new if we get any random new listeners yeah right uh, i'm gonna talk yeah, to you like i know you personally listeners. i don't know because the normally the 15 people that listen to this are all my friends so, most of you guys know this about me, and if you don't, I'm so sorry. I have a legacy complex. I for sure have yeah, a legacy do. complex. Um, it's bad. It's uh, it, I can't I can't deny that I do. And so the bridge of this, the I wake with your memory over me, that's a real fucking legacy to leave. Like mm-hmm. a shot to the fucking heart, listener. Yeah, you're like Taylor. How fucking could you? Also, the fact. Hi, Andy. If you're listening to this. Uh, carnations you had thought were roses, like they point out, like oh, that's that's an Orpheus lyric, and I was like, oh, it is. It for sure is. We love Orpheus in this town, uh, in this town, and I meant to say in this house, but in also this in this town. town, I guess. In this town, yeah. He's just everybody's favorite little idiot. Okay. Antihero. So I do have yeah. to ask before we get into discussing the lyrics. Did you watch the music video? Uh, I did not. No. How dare you, first of all. Okay, first of all, I had the 3 a.m. tracks to listen to. And also... You stayed up till 3 a.m. <laughs> I... Okay. Okay. So here's the thing y'all listeners need to know. Is that even though Michigan and Alabama are kind of one on top of the other, like they're not too far east-west apart, Alabama is in central time. I'm in eastern time. So... When Maggie says, oh, you should have just stayed up until 3 a.m., they stayed up until 2 a.m. It's a little bit better. That is true. I want to point out I did not go to bed until 4.45 this morning. But Oh, Jesus Christ. That's the Molly is true about the time zone thing. Yeah. Um, Anyway, it was a good music video. I'm not going to lie to you. I really liked the visuals in it. Very, there's a lot of, and I, like, I don't want to spoil too heavy for Molly, who hasn't seen it, um, but I will say there's a lot of, like, old, her, like, her past work references in there that you gotta catch Ooh. that are pretty good. It's also very Alice in Wonderland kind of themed. Not in the way that you're expecting, like, not visually, but there's, like, some references to Alice that you'll see in there. Um, yeah, it was really good. I think it was a really fitting music video because it's very visually upbeat in the same way that Antihero is 
mm-hmm. musically upbeat, but then just kind of stabs you in the goddamn heart. Yeah. It's like, which Taylor it really is a master of, I will say. Yeah, you're just like vibing and you're like, oh, this is fun. And then you actually listen to the lyrics. You're like, oh, shit. Which was, in fact, my experience because, once again, first time, vibes only. I did not have headphones in, no lyrics in my head, absolutely none. But then the second time, I was like, oh, ouch. Um, Like, literally verse one. I feel like this is the part where we need to talk about the fact that when she started Midnight's with Mayhem, the very first thing she said in Midnight's with Mayhem was, hi, it's me. And then this is the Mm -hmm. song that says, hi, it's me, I'm the problem. And Also... Taylor that was very good. That was very good. But just hearing the words, sometimes I feel like everybody is a sexy baby. I'm not going to tell you that that's lyrically important. I'm not going to tell yeah. you that. That Taylor, it's, it's because this is Reputation Part 2, I think she's allowed one awkward lyric because in, what is, it's, I think it's King of My Heart where she says, trust him like a brother. When yeah, you, yeah. Like I'm, like she gets one. Like she got you're one. Talking about <laughs> your boyfriend here, you're saying trust him like a brother. Mm. Especially when like trust him like no other was right there. Like it's not like she couldn't have gotten the rhyme. I think it's call it what you want that that's in. Is it call it what you want? Oh fuck, the Swifties are gonna get me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It. I really want to be clear that it, I went to bed at 4:45 a.m. and it is currently 10:33. So yeah, we uh, and I've been up for about an hour and a half now. Um, so like, Maggie's running on very little sleep. Uh, yeah, I was like, I feel like that's not called when you want vibes, but or it's. Oh my God. I, I don't know why I thought it was King of My Heart. It is definitely called what you want. Anyway, yeah, point being, and then I do want to talk about. Um. Nope, I had something to talk about and I forgot what it was. Also, the bridge though. No, I remember what I had to talk about. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Coming back to to the bridge. When you... Molly, I am arguably deeper into a Swifty than you are. And so I don't know if you realized this. Mm -hmm. But I want to say it was in like 2017, maybe 2016, about the time that Reputation came out. Somebody, there was a critic who, you know, made made a critique, as they do. And said that she should write a song called Maybe I'm the Problem. Okay, see, I saw people referencing that on Twitter, but I did not get what they were referencing. But when you realize that, and then, hi, it's me, I'm the problem, that cuts so Mm -hmm. fucking deep. It, like, Jesus Christ, Taylor. (laughs) She did warn us. She did warn us that it would be, you know... All those midnight oh, thoughts did. that really keep you up. Yeah. She did. She fully did. But we were like, nah, it won't be that bad. It'll be fine. And then... Also, we know this about me. I love a good callback. And I want to point out the callback that's happening in this line that I haven't seen anybody talk about. Which line? Um, Where are we looking? Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. I'm still on okay. that line. There's still another okay. reference here that we have to unpack. Is also a callback to Afterglow from Lover... Hey, it's me. In my head, I'm the one who burned us down. Hey, it's all me in my head. It's me. Oh, hi, I'm the problem. Genius. Yeah, somebody got that. 
But somebody got that. But I haven't seen anybody talk about it like on Twitter. Yeah, nobody's talking about it. Where I'm like getting my information from right now, or like where I'm getting my all my discourse from right now. Um, but like I, I just I don't see anybody talking about that, and I love a good callback. I do, I really do. Molly rolls her mm-hmm. eyes every time I say this. It's I don't to, roll my eyes, okay? In her defense, I say it a lot. Uh, yeah, it's just, you know, that little phrase that I can just, like, tune out for, like, two seconds and I know where you're going. <laughs> where you say, you know I love, I'm like, and there it is. And, and there it is. I do love a good callback for the listeners at home. My absolute, one of my absolute favorite Taylor Swift songs of all time is Daylight because of all of the callbacks to her previous work. Um, it's very, it's just true. And I love that we got another callback song. I really do. I also just want to talk about, before we get to the bridge, I do want to get to the bridge. I really do. But yeah, before we the get bridge there, is I very, w- very good. I want to talk about the the line, did you hear my covert narcissism? Yes. I disguise as altruism like some kind of congressman. Um, and okay, so, yeah. Right? Mo- Molly, this is a spoiler for the music video. I'm so sorry, but I need to yeah. talk to the people who are here. This line in the music video, she gets shot with an arrow and she's like bleeding glitter and she covers Ooh. it up with a um like a political pin that says vote for me for everything and then she like smiles at the camera at that line and it's it's just oh, visually so good. brilliant and lovely and I it was so good. And I just also, oh my god. Okay. Yeah the bridge. The bridge, the bridge, the bridge. I have this dream. My daughter-in-law kills me for the money. She thinks I left them the will. The family gathered round and reads it, and someone screams out. Oh, she's laughing at, up at us from hell. Taylor, that's a very so specific good. dream. I want to. I love that bridge. It it's so I good. Like, that's an ultra-specific dream, and I don't no, think anybody I feel can like relate to it. That is, she watched Knives Out a few too many times, and then was thinking about it, and there it is. You've left her went through my head. I love her, but sometimes when I listen to her music, I forget that she's rich. And then she yeah, sings and then like this, like and I'm that. like, oh, oh, yep, yep. That's a rich white lady. Oh, oh, yeah. fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially, I mean... and like, not to criticize Taylor. I'm going to, though, because I she's not above criticism. She's my favorite artist, but she's not above criticism. She did label this as, like, her most, um, what is she? I don't remember what she said, but, like, like, her, like, deepest cut about self-loathing, like, ever, or whatever, and I'm like, I see that in the verses and the choruses, and I feel that, but then the bridge is just like, mm, can't relate, you're just a yeah. rich lady. <laughs> like, I don't, like, this is your deepest insecurity? That you're gonna get murdered for your money? What happened to, you're, you're telling me Mirrorball was less <laughs> insecure than Antihero? Disagree. You're like, Firm mm, disagree. Incorrect. But... No, yeah, that's a very weirdly specific dream to be having, but, like, Mm -hmm. you know, if I was having that dream, oh my god, imagine just putting it out there into the universe, it becomes, like, a prophecy, that'd be so bad. I will say. That's why I would never write something like that and put it out there. Never. I'd be too scared that it would actually come true, you know? Tempt the universe. I'm gonna end our discussion on Antihero because, you know, I do still have work in an hour. Oh, Um, god. Um... with I'll stare directly at the sun but never in the mirror. Bitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright, track four. Alright, yeah, just Snow on the Beach. I don't have much to say about it. I think it was good. I did like it. I did enjoy it. Um I think calling that a Lana Del Rey feature is bold. 
Um, yeah, because you cannot hear her out. Like, maybe really a little can. bit. If you know you, what you're yeah. looking for, you do. Like, you can, if you're, like, here listening for a feature, you can hear it, but... Mm. Yeah, no, like, I could hear it a little bit, but, like, also it kind of just sounds like Taylor Swift's voice was edited a bit, you know, to just yeah. go under. I did, I did see a tweet, like... I did see a tweet that was like, hey, Phoebe Bridgers, what kind of dirt did you have on Taylor Swift to get a whole <laughs> verse in a bridge? Nothing <laughs> new. <laughs> Which is so fair. Okay, uh, you're on your own, kid. Um, oh, God, hold on, I gotta scroll. I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I liked you're on your own, kid. I really did. Um, I do enjoy her talking to her younger self a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, that's really good. Uh, I will say, You're On Your Own Kid broke me. Um, mm-hmm. I, like, I was listening to the first part of it and the verses, and I was like, this is beautiful, but, like, okay. Like, I like it, and it's very sad. But then we get to the bridge, and she goes. Yeah, we get to the bridge. From sprinkler splashes to fireplace ashes, I gave my blood, sweat, and tears for this. I hosted parties and starved my body like I'd be saved by a perfect kiss. And I started crying. I mm-hmm. started crying. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then everything you lose is a step you take, so make the friendship bracelets, take the moment and taste it. You've got no reason to be, be afraid. I Yeah. That... It is so rare to have a Taylor Swift song where it gets optimistic in the bridge. It's usually the yeah, opposite, right? Goes, usually yeah. you start optimistic and then if, and like, then if the it's going to change yes. and the bridge just punches you. But I yeah. think it's so incredible to use this like device where you're talking to your younger self and start out sad because you know what your younger self is going to go through. And it's it's like a first warning. Like, hey, you're mm-hmm. on your own, kid. I was too. And then get to the bridge and be like, but we're going to make it. But, but do, it okay. like, do it anyway. Do it everything chances. anyway. Because it made us who we are. Yeah. That, it's like, that... yeah, you'll be, you'll be okay. Like, sure, it feels the end of the world right now, but, like, you'll be all right. We'll make it out the other side. That is just... Whew! I, ugh. Because, like, yeah, that is what you would say, like, talking to your younger self. Like, yeah, it's gonna suck, but, like, you'll be all right. Um, okay. Midnight Rain. Mm-hmm. First of all, jump scare. <laughs> that intro. <laughs> Wait, we were in the car. Oh, 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 we were in the car and the intro to Midnight Rain played and I was like, <laughs> You're like, huh? <laughs> Like, I like the song, but it definitely scared me listening to the intro for the first time. Yeah, the intro was like, Wait, what? Hold on. Give me a second. I I liked Midnight Rain. I think it was like like middle of the line for me though, like in terms of the album. Like they again, they were all mm-hmm. fucking brilliant. None of them were bad in the fucking slightest, but I do think Midnight Rain was near the middle for me. But like yeah, um, when they're all brilliant, like there's going to be some that like fall. Some, something has to go on yeah. the bottom. And I, the thing that redeemed Midnight Rain so much for me was the haunted reference at the end. Mm-hmm. The some kind of haunted, some kind of haunted. Because Say it with us. Maggie loves a good callback. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast is interactive now. Let's go. Okay, track seven. Oh God! All right. Question: Because I, I, I'm, I, I'm, dear listener, I'm not meaning to rush us, but we do have 19 yeah. tracks to get through. <laughs> oh God. 
also okay okay because we didn't catch this when we were listening to it in the group chat we didn't say this which is shocking because we all do love out of the woods Mm -hmm. the fact that none of us picked up on the i remember none of us in my defense i was kind of having a religious experience yeah that's fair but like you know I was like, I love that song. How did I not? The the absolute gasp on my face with, do you wish you could still touch her? It's just a question. You were like. I, <laughs> my mouth dropped. Jaw my dropped. jaw dropped. I mouth open, wide staring into space. Taylor, did you really just? And she did. And, and she, she did. did. Anytime, anytime you think, Taylor, did you just? She did. And then the bridge of it, that's what I heard, that you're still with her. That's nice. I'm sure that's what's suitable. (laughs) Fuck! I love Petty Taylor. I love Petty Taylor. I think Petty Taylor should happen more, actually. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Petty Taylor is so good. of Petty Taylor! Vigilante (laughs) shit. Vigilante shit! Oh, it's so good. It's so good. You guys, you guys, I don't think you understand how much vigilante shit changed my life permanently. Um, anyone who listens like, there to this- There will always be a before vigilante shit and after vigilante shit. This was like the moment. We we are in post vigilante shit, Maggie. And it's it's beautiful. My mental health it's has so good. sky high. Uh, <laughs> uh, I feel like that's not true, but carry on. It's true for at least right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. I can't say that it's not going to take a fucking nosedive, but right now we're on like post-vigilante right shit mode. And I will say, for anybody who's listening to this, you can go to my Twitter, and there is a video of me live reacting to this. Mm-hmm. Because, as okay, question... Okay, you, you need to specify which Twitter it's on. It's on my second Twitter, Maggie Delena. Okay. Okay. Um, it's on my unhinged Twitter. And then... Um, because I was recording a Snapchat to my friend Taylor. Taylor, you're not going to listen to this. Not Swift. The, not my so. my film imagine? Taylor. She did name herself partly after Taylor Swift, so kind of. But oh, um, Taylor, I don't think you're listening to this, but if you are, hello, I did Snapchat this to you. But um, Taylor mm-hmm. Snapchat me was like, are you listening or whatever? And I was like, you bitch, <laughs> we are 30 minutes deep. And it was at the end of question when that happened. And so you can see the first line of vigilante shit play and then you can see me process it yes in real it's so time good. It's so good. <laughs> it is it's on my twitter it's a very good this whole fucking song um i don't dress for women i don't dress for men lately i've been dressing for revenge i don't start shit but yeah. i can tell you how it ends don't get mm-hmm. sad get even so ah! good she looks also, so pretty literally... driving in your beds lately. Mm-hmm. She's been dressing for revenge. Side note, side note. I don't know if it's just because what I was watching earlier that day, like, reference, like, the British royals. Um, very unexpectedly. Very, very unexpectedly. I can talk about it later. But when it said, if she looks so pretty driving in your beds lately, she's been dressing for revenge. I immediately thought of that revenge dress. And I went to look up pictures to see what kind of car she was getting out of. I can't tell. But I would not be surprised if that was that deep cut. I mean, I I will say I do believe this is pretty obviously a Princess Diana reference. Yeah. Um, because the whole cheating plot and stuff. If like she that. like figured out like right. Also, 
the fact that it took us a few hours to acknowledge the fact that she did in fact write a cocaine line. Honestly? Like, normally. We are on top of that shit. Honestly, let's cross back to uh, Rich Taylor for a second. I'm surprised it took her this long to write a cocaine <laughs> line. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, she's that rich, I'm sure. He was doing lines and crossing all of mine. Yes. So good. So good. I, don't, I don't dress for villains or for innocence on my vigilante shit again. Mm-hmm. Dear listeners, this is my favorite song off the album. Um, oh, somebody did change that lyric on Genius. They did. Yeah. Um, this is my favorite song on the album. It hasn't been beat in any of my listen-throughs. Um, yeah, no, I don't it think is. it will be. This is... I don't... This is... I'm still trying to emotionally sit with the fact that maybe this will beat out Ivy in terms of my favorite Taylor Swift song ever. Um, no, because... Okay. This song is so good because one thing you gotta know about me is I love Nobody, No Crime. That's I true. love that's that true. song. And this is just this, but like, reputation version. Yeah, it is... It is Nobody, No Crime in parentheses, reputation version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think that was actually like the first draft title, and then she was like, "No, no, 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 can't do that." To my parentheses lately. Okay, bejeweled. Uh, hot take. Yeah. This is my least favorite song off the album. Yeah, probably the same. It is. But I will say also the did all the extra credit thing at grade on curve lyric. Thank you, Taylor. That does hurt you as an honor student. Yeah, it um, does. I. I do like, I, I like the vibe of it, you know, mm-hmm. like the, no matter what you do to me, I'm still, I'm still lovely and wonderful, you know? Yeah. The one lyric I do really want to talk about in this song is, I made you my world, have you heard, mm-hmm. I can reclaim the land. Yeah. Bitch. So good. Literally, I think that was the one line that I actually, like, heard, processed, and then was able to type out. Like, that was such a good line yep that's all I, that line is all i want to talk about in this song other than that i'm kind of mad on this song but uh maybe it will be better it's still brilliant still yeah, lovely it's still very but good it is but once again my least something favorite. has to go on the bottom it has to go last mercy i know you're gonna listen to this and i know that was your favorite song from the album so i'm so so sorry but uh mid all right labyrinth <laughs> <laughs> this song was so good and also the fact that she dropped lyrics to this song in her nyu speech yeah and none of us caught it because nobody we're saw stupid it. idiots because we're stupid like, dumb idiots like y'all swifties will follow the teeniest of tiniest of breadcrumbs but and then but that one not that one um yeah i don't know what i can't defend ourselves i do really like labyrinth i think i think labyrinth does follow the same kind of vibe as Afterglow. Um, Mm -hmm. The, like, we're going to end, oh god, no, we're not. Yeah, oh god, oh god, it's going down, oh no, oh no, and then it's like, oh, wait, wait, no. Yeah, it's it's that, like, she she writes these songs that, to me, feel like that moment when you're on a roller coaster and you're 100% certain you're going to die, and the immediate (laughs) next second it picks back up, and it's that, that, the emotional feeling of that. You're like, oh god, this is the end, this is the end, I'm dying, I'm dying. Oh, wait, never mind, never mind. We're never good, mind. we're fine. False and alarm, like, that was very dramatic. She writes these songs that feel, like, The Archer, um, Afterglow, Labyrinth, 
honestly, peace, hoax, mm-hmm. like these are all. Like, she does it very well, and I do very she much does. appreciate that about her. Yeah, like again, it's you know you're thinking about your relationship at like two o'clock in the morning. You're like, oh god, oh god, everything's going wrong. This is awful. And then the next morning, you're like, wait a minute, never mind. This is where I'm going to share mind. one of the things that has changed my life recently, and not to like be a Twitter person. I'm going to. I did see a tweet the other day um, that was like, just remember when you're having thoughts past 9pm that none of these emotions are peer-reviewed. And, yes. <laughs> and I, I feel like I a lot of Taylor's songs sometimes are, like this whole album, none of these emotions are peer-reviewed. Absolutely if you relate a little bit too hard to Midnight's, any of her songs, please just remember that none of these emotions are peer-reviewed and yeah, you will feel better at 10 a.m. I promise you, you will. You will feel so much better after you sleep. Remember that John Mulaney bit that's like, college is a four-year game show called Do My Friends Hate Me or Do I Just Need to Go to Sleep? The answer is always you just need to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Your friends do not, they did not sell you decide to hate you. Like Drink you some water, eat a snack, and take a nap, and I promise you, you'll feel better. Yes. Literally, Cause... that's that's it. Yeah, okay. Um, next is my next favorite track. Karma. Yeah, Karma. okay. Yeah. I I know I talked to you about this earlier, but I'm, a, a, of course, going to talk about it here publicly yes. where there is more audience. I tweeted about this last night, and by last night, I mean at 4.45 in the morning. Uh... <laughs> I think, and this is going to be, I think, a little bit hurtful to some Swifties who might be listening to this, and I'm sorry, but I'm going to call you out on your bullshit. I think that as Swifties, sometimes we can be a little too obsessed with lyricism. And I just want to say that because I don't think ever, ever, I don't ever, ever think that music has to be lyrically monumental for it to be good. Sometimes things are just fun. And that's okay. You can have fun, you know? Like, every every song Taylor writes doesn't need to win a Grammy. Every no, song like, that Taylor writes doesn't need to be brilliant and masterminded. No pun intended. Very good, very good. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, Karma has the line that's fucking... Like, the whole chorus to Karma the is... The whole chorus, yeah. Karma is my boyfriend, Karma's a god, Karma is the breeze in my hair on the weekend, Karma's a relaxing thought, aren't you envious for you that it's not... Sweet like honey, karma is a cat purring in my lap because it loves me, flexing a goddamn acrobat. Me and karma vibe like that. That like, is not. Just let it be fun. Right. I am never gonna look you in your eyes and tell you that is lyrical genius or that it is lyrically oh. like astounding or difficult to write or anything like that because it's not. But it is fun. It's so it's, fucking yeah, fun. It's and so I fun. love that. And like, and I you think... just people who are overthinking these lyrics need to just exist on vibes for like however long this song is for three and a half minutes. And just, your life will be better. Your life will be be so much better if you just, like, let music be fun. And this is not just Taylor. This is any music ever. There's so much criticism nowadays over, like, lyrics and how, like, lyrics work. Especially from, like, men, usually. Like, Mm -hmm. it's a lot, it's a lot of, like, commentary from men. And, and, like, sometimes music can just be that. It can be music that's fun. And Let music be fun. And also, also, let people like fun music that like isn't you know lyrically the strongest let them like it don't be like right. oh that's so immature like whatever like no it's fun it's fine i'm not sitting here telling you to give taylor swift a grammy for karma i am no. however saying it's fun and i really really fucking enjoy it 
it's fun and it's a good song with vibes too. Also, Karma is the guy on the screen coming straight home to me. Like that's that's a good line. Joe Alwyn is a god. <laughs> yeah. That's all I have to say about that. You're like, that's um, it. Okay, sweet nothing. Oh, the song's so cute. Speaking of Joe. It's 10.57. And I need to be done in 30 minutes. Oh, boy. Because this is the song that he was credited as a writer on. Yes. Oh. This song is so cute and incredible. I really just... All you ever wanted from me was nothing. In the voices that implore you should be doing more to you, I can admit that I'm just too soft for all of it. Oh, somebody fixed that lyric, too. I love love. I love that they love yeah. each other. This, that's Literally, it. Yeah. When the song started playing, I was like, oh, this is this is so cute. And, like, it was. It was just cute the entire way. Love it. Sometimes you need, like, a call it what you want. Every album needs one, at least. All right. Okay, last track on main album. On what dropped at midnight. On what dropped at midnight. This song. <laughs> so good. She, she said, gave us... She gave us invisible string on folklore yeah. and then said, ha, bitch, I lied. She was like, it wasn't fate. It was me. It was not the it's universe. Me. It was me. I'm fate, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Mastermind, I loved it. Yeah. I think this is a genu- genuinely a brilliant song. Genuinely, but it is so yes, funny yes. to me. It is so funny to me. I do, however, want to say that, and this is a hot take, I think. I think this might be a hot take, but I think the bridge to Mastermind is the worst bridge for me emotionally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which, for the listeners, if you are if you don't have it memorized yet like I do, no one wanted to play with me as a little kid, so I've been screaming like a criminal, scheming like a criminal ever since to make them love me and make it seem effortless. This is the first time I felt the need to confess, and I swear I'm only cryptic and Mach- Machiavellian because I care. Yeah. Now, the to make them love me and make it seem effortless, again, gets to, like, the this is me trying just, oh, no, it's Mirrorball. That's why it hurts me. I'm a Mirrorball bitch first and foremost. I, okay. Also, so that of, is... course, of course she could fit Machiavellian into a song. Yes, she could. That's like, retailer. I don't think anybody else could do that. But yeah, literally, very good song. Very good song. She said, what if I was fate, but also... What if I make you sad? It's like, okay, Taylor. So that's the end of that Midnight. How Taylor is. And so now we go to The Great War. Fine. Um, uh, yeah. Hot take. Fine. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. I don't really love World War One allegories, I think. So. Yeah. I will say this is also very, very afterglow coded. Because maybe it's the past that's talking, screaming from a crypt, telling me to punish you for things you never did, so I justified it. I don't really love war allegory, so this song just didn't hit for me. Yeah, you're like, mm. um, sorry, Tay. This was the only song I didn't like on the entire thing. Yeah, uh, the entire 20. Like, all 19 tracks, This no, 20 tracks, and this is the only one that I didn't like, so. Yeah, which, killing it. Impressive. Um, yeah. And I might like it later. I just, I've only listened to the, the, right the 3 a.m. tracks once. So, Bigger Than the Whole Sky. Uh, this is the one, but make it sadder. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty, pretty sad. Because, okay, when I listened to the 3 a.m. tracks, I knew I could only listen to them once. I only had time to listen to them once before we recorded this, so I was looking at the lyrics, and, ooh, ouch. Taylor really said, that is, like, the one thing that I'm repeating this entire time. 
but it really is just like it is yeah, the one part two. If? It is the one part two. Paris. This was my favorite of the deluxe tracks, and I think this should have been on the main album. I'm so in love that I might stop breathing, drew a map on your bedroom ceiling. I know. It's so good. Like we were in Paris, and I... Romance is not dead if you just keep it yours. I want to brainwash you into loving me forever. I want to transport you to somewhere where the culture's clever. Confess my truth in swooping, sloping, cursive letters. Let only the flashing lights be the tower at midnight in my mind. Like, it's just, it's just so cute. Paris was so good. Also, okay, I love the note. I didn't see the news because we were somewhere else. Like, that's just a dream to just be so, like, out of it and, like, into whatever you're doing with whoever you're with that, like, okay, I'm not seeing any of it. Especially for those of us who are always on Twitter constantly. High infidelity. I also really liked this one. And I think we need to talk about, do you really want to know where I was April 29th? Do I really have to chart the constellations in his eyes? Yeah. Because this song is 100% about Tom Hiddleston and Mm -hmm. Calvin Harris. Because April 29th is the release date for This Is What You Came For. Oh, yeah. By Calvin Harris. Yeah. Um, And just it being about infidelity and the fact that she's alluded to if not outright admitted to the fact that she cheated on calvin harris with tom hiddleston which okay her cheating songs are always always so good they are so good but this is for sure about tom hiddleston and yeah for sure calvin harris and you know what there i also just need to really talk about the line i sent this in the discord you did not acknowledge it but i did send this in the discord you know there's many different ways you can kill the one you love the slowest way is never loving them enough Yeah. Yeah, she really just writes lines that just hurt so bad when you actually listen to it. Like, you're just vibing. You're like, okay, she, you know, she's amazing, she, whatever. And then it's just, oh, there's always that one or two lines in there. And Glitch. Also really loved Glitch. I also really loved Glitch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to think about what song that was for a second. I'm not even sorry. Nights are so starry. Blood moon lit. It must be counterfeit. I think there's been a glitch. Yes. Like... Also, whoa, 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 whoa. we were never supposed to be more than friends. What? How? Um, I hate accidents, except when we went from friends to this. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this. A good the, callback. The line in verse two, but it's been 2,190 days of our love blackout. I love her. I'm in love I with love- her. Sorry, Joe Alwyn. I will fight for her hand. This is insane. <laughs> I love this Did fucking song. Did you see that song. he was trending on Twitter earlier? As he should And, like, you, you just know that's everybody saying, I hope he can fight. Okay, it is time for the saddest song on Midnight's. Yes. And before we get into this one, I would just like to say the express opinion of this podcast. I did not clear this with Molly, but I am pretty no, sure she's going to agree with me. If you're going to say fuck John Mayer, then. I am going to yes. say fuck yes. John Mayer. The yes, express opinion, opinion of, of this, this podcast, podcast is fuck John Mayer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, Grown man. Grown man. I, with 19-year-old. As someone who has plans to go into the film industry, I know that there's a chance that that's going to get brought up against me later, and I'm just going to say right now, I stand by it, and I'll say it to his face. Yeah, you stand by it. Because, like, a, th- that's a full-grown adult with, like, a you groomed, like You yeah. groomed a 19-year-old. I stand by that's it, and I will so say gross. it to like, your I'm face. I'm 22, and I would not do a 31-year-old. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Gross. 
Absolutely not. And would have, could have, should have. Also, I fully almost said that I was a 21-year-old. I totally forgot that I had, in fact, aged. We we have aged. I just want to talk about the bridge of this song. God rest my soul. I miss who I used to be. The tomb won't close. Stained glass windows in my mind. I regret you all the time. I can't let this go. I fight with you in my sleep. The wound won't close. I keep waiting on a sign. I regret you all the time. Mm-hmm. Followed immediately by what I think is the most painful verse in the entire yeah. goddamn world. If clarity is in death, then why won't this die? Years of de- tearing down our banners, you and I, living through the thrill of hitting you where it hurts. Give me back my girlhood. It was mine first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this song was the one I want to that... throw up. I want to throw up. Yeah, did not expect this one to hurt like it did. I'm going to throw up. But like also being like, yeah, now looking back at it, obviously I wouldn't, but this song, I feel like it's very easy for people to criticize and be like, why did she do it? But it's like, well, because the situation. She was a child. She was a child. And looking back as an adult, she wouldn't. But you don't have that knowledge when you're 19. This song firmly makes Dear John look like a love letter. Like, it's, Dear John is so nice compared to this. Yeah. And he was so mad about Dear John. I can't imagine what his bitch-ass, motherfucking, aged-ass is gonna say about this. I am so angry. He's like 40 now, right? Yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah, she is late. He has to be. That's how time works. Yeah, that is how time works. He was 31 when she was 19. How old is she now? She's oh, God, you're going to make me do math. Yeah. Or I could just go to his Wikipedia page where I am that says he's 45. You're a bitch-ass 45-year-old man. And he's going to be mad about this. Right. Okay. Like, spend your time on something better. Last song. Dear Reader, I love this song I love so it so much. Because, okay, everybody that said, like, the 15 re-recording was her talking to a younger self or a younger sister. Like, she really took that and wrote right. an entire song like that. Because 15 was her talking to her younger self just when yeah. she was, like, 18. Mm-hmm. Like, when she she still didn't know about life yet. She hadn't figured no. out life. And, like, and now, now that she's, she's yeah. 32 and she has figured out life a little bit more. And she can say things now that are, like, actually real. Nobody sees you lose when you're playing solitaire. Oh, yeah. That line, I was, like, washing my face this morning, and that line came up, and I was, like... I would have simply turned my head underneath the faucet and drowned myself. I was, like, okay, we did not have to go that hard, but we did. And we did. Taylor said we did, actually. Taylor was, like, actually, yeah, we did. When you aim at the devil, make sure you don't miss. She's like, and she literally just called John Mayer, like, the devil. Yeah. She's like, and I know I didn't miss this time, so get fucked, buddy. I, I don't think that that's just John Mayer. No, I know she calls I, him the, I know she calls him the devil, and it's what it could have, should have, but it's, I think it's also a Kanye reference, too. Yeah, probably. And she did not miss with either one of them. I prefer Which hiding in imagine- plain sight, my fourth drink in my hand, these desperate prayers of a cursed man. But, like, bitch. imagine, he's, like, Kanye was such a bitch, and then she comes out with an entire album that just, like, yes. we love her. All right. 
our is that our or that is is that our thoughts? I think those um, are our thoughts. Yeah, we love Taylor Swift. She did very very good. Love you, Taylor. You're so not listening to this. No, um, could you, you imagine? <laughs> Hi, Taylor. If you're listening to this, hey, I love you. <laughs> um, can I have concert tickets? No, actually, I'm gonna pay you for them. Yeah. Take my money. Uh, I mean, if you don't want to take my money, I won't complain. <laughs> um. So I can be at you, Little Caesars Arena. Don't even worry about it. I will literally fly to see you. I've done it before for less. <laughs> also, hey, all listeners, Maggie's gonna be right in your ear. Just, just a little That's bit. True. I just keep leaning into the microphone, and I'm so sorry. It's for dramatic effect. Um, I mean, at this point, it's just for funsies. It's true, truly. But if you disagree with any of my opinions, that sucks for you. But you are feel free to yell at me about it. My Twitter handle is at MaggieJH. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, if you, yeah, if you disagree with any of our opinions, you can have your own opinions. That's fine. And just don't be a dick about it. We also have an email. Um, if you'd like to send we your do. opinions to our email, it is DearMaggieAndMolly at gmail.com. And you can fully yell at us there if you'd like. Yeah, you can yell at us there. Um, both of us will see it. We both have the email account open. Um, I can't guarantee you that I will respond, <laughs> but you can feel free to yell. <laughs> if enough of you yell with opinions, we'll make a little segment in the next episode, just replying to everybody's yelling at us about our opinions. I agree with that. You have any questions, just, you know, general oh, yes. life questions. You can also send them to the email because this is not a Taylor Swift exclusive podcast. This is, in fact, um, an advice podcast. We just are yeah. loud and have a lot of opinions. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we are okay. just two Leos that have opinions. Two Leos who share one brain cell and thus made a podcast because, bitch, we love attention. And with uh, that, we have to go because I have to finish my breakfast before I have to go to work. Oh, God, you have 15 minutes. All right, bye. Bye, guys.